Listen, there are lines in it that I forgot were so quotable. For oh, yeah. sure. And we'll get to that. But like, hit me with a toaster. Niagara Falls. I said that uh, yeah. during Rudy. Yeah. yeah. Could you please stop? God damn. God damn, damn hammering. hammering. <laughs> <laughs> that my, part I did get. It's one of my favorites. Have you tried a staple gun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Paying you, aren't well, we? I wouldn't do that. I, I have animals at home. <laughs> Welcome to the Movies with Chill podcast. I am your host, Chill. Tonight we'll be reviewing Scrooged from... Did you hit the button to record? Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Awesome. I didn't see nothing. He's very fast now. For sure. Look at him go. Snakey. <laughs> Tonight we'll be reviewing Scrooge from 1988. 1988. Scrooge is a Christmas comedy drama directed by Richard Donner and written by Michael Glazer and Michael O'Donohue. Based on the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol from 1843. Starring Bill Murray, Karen Allen, John Forsyth, Bobcat Goldthwaite. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Goldthwaite? Thwaite. T-H-W-A-I-T. You can just say Bobcat. Okay. Everybody knows Bobcat. Bobcat. Pass the cool whip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Days before Christmas, a selfish TV executive is visited by multiple ghosts in an attempt to change his life. Tonight, as always, I am joined by David and Lee. Welcome, boys. How y'all doing? What's happening? What's Can I get a oh yeah? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, what have you guys been watching this week other than Lee after that last comment? We know uh, what he's been watching. I watched Leave the World Behind. Oh yeah, is it good? Um, here's the deal, oh. I liked it. Okay, everyone's ripping it apart. Really? Yes, I haven't heard good or bad. <laughs> so. Um, it's basically about racism and drug use without it being about that. Really? Okay. It's very like Social they're deep. Commentary. So like Zootopia, like what our generation, our children care about instead of like what's happening around the world. Hmm. But it's you have to dig deep to see that. But that's what it's about. Gotcha. Um, I thought it was great. I think those like post or those, I don't know what are, I don't even know what they're called. The not post-apocalyptic, but pre-apocalyptic. Pre-apo- yeah, like those end of the world movies. I Apocalypse like. Movies. I like the anxiety they give me, mm-hmm. like that, like uneasy feeling. Yeah. Um, like what's happening because you don't know what's happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like don't look up, but for kids? So don't look up was in your face, right? Like, right. Everyone's idiots. You know what I mean? This yeah. is the beginning of idiocracy, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. This is not in your face. You really don't know what's going on. Um, it, it's well directed. It's well shot. The music's perfect. The acting choices are perfect. What's perfect it on? In it. It's Netflix. a Netflix original. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. But it has Julie Roberts in it and Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke. And I can't I can't remember the the other guy's name. Um but it's. I liked it. Awesome. There's a couple like cringy like yeah moments right. in it. But mm-hmm. other than that, I I liked it. All right, cool. Um, I haven't watched anything. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, no. Too busy. Huh? Too 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 busy. Finish any comic books or anything? I did finish Invincible. Yeah. Holy crap! The second book. The third one. Oh my god, man, dude! I picked up the last third time, one. Last time I through last time thing. I talked to you, we were just starting the second one. I powered through the third one in like three days. It hey. is so. I, I'm right. telling you, I Someone's think I'm have ruined. To let me borrow the first one. Then. I think I'm I think ruined right next to you. on comic books because literally this was so good. I I. This thing's the size of like. It's, <laughs> it's like the size it of weighs like nine it, pounds. So it's huge. It's, it's bigger than Stephen King's The Stand. That's what I'm saying. It looks <laughs> like the complete works of Shakespeare. A, it's it so might big. Have a, about a tenth of the words in it, though. Yeah, it's like it's like the right. Bible with commentary. Yeah, that's how right. big it. <laughs> it's so good. I, again, it's it's the best comic I've read, and I've not read a whole lot. Can you read them on? Does like Kindle have them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, They're like forty. I'll download it. Forty bucks or whatever, but mm. per one. But yeah, I'm alright with that. Yeah. Uh, Money bags over here. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Overtime list. Yeah. I watched uh, Godzilla Minus One. Oh, Ooh, right. how was it? Everyone says it's amazing. I thought it was great. I've heard nothing but good it stuff. It is so good. I took my kid to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, Just as a forewarner, because a lot of people that were in the theater apparently didn't know that there was subtitles. Yeah. It is not dubbed. It is subbed. And about halfway into the movie, my kid, who's seven, seven eight, he's like... He doesn't know. 
what's going on in the movie, Dad? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's Godzilla? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's good, man. And so I kind of was like pointing things out. And then at the end of the movie, when, you know, everything happens, I was like, so did you like it? And he's like, that was awesome. <laughs> and he had no idea what was no actually idea going, what was going on. on. Yeah, but well, I mean, story I... was actually really good. Really good. I heard nothing but good things. Yeah, we got another so. guy at work that's a just huge, huge Godzilla, Godzilla guy. guy. Yep. And he said, this is... Might be the best one. Buddy of mine, Andrew Gogg, uh, used to be the movie reviewer for our local newspaper. and That's cool. He saw it, and uh, he said it was really good. Oh, yeah. Wow. I really enjoyed it. And he tends to be a... Kind of snobby. Scrooge McDuck, like Lee. Cinematography. No, he's not like that. He just doesn't have the same taste. Hey, cinematography is is a... key point in a lot of movies it is so yes scary. but i'm one of those that people that wouldn't know bad cinematography <laughs> from, from award-winning right yeah that, as I mean, long yeah. as it's not like clipping and i've got yeah. lines and stuff it's great cinematography to me so no vhs for you that's right. right that's right <laughs> all right david why did you pick scrooge for us to review um i think it's just a movie that i watched a lot as a kid yeah um and then took a giant pause and haven't seen it until this week. It's probably been 15 years since I've seen it. Wow. And I, it really held up. Sure. I remembered 95% of it. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of Jay's favorites. Oh, my we gosh. It's it a lot. so good. Yeah. It's, so, it, you He's know, it's, Bill Murray it's anyway. but it's classic Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. Like the way he acts, the way he talks. Mm-hmm. His, I don't think he was acting a whole lot. I don't no. think so either. Yeah. <laughs> really um, don't. Just one of those movies I enjoy. I have enjoyed my entire life. So, awesome. and we wanted to do a Christmas movie, and I'm like, yep. I don't want to do like your standard. Let's like pick Christmas. something that is uh, that some people might not have seen and sure. or haven't seen it in 15 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, all right, All right. Uh, Lee, do you remember your first time watching it? I don't. I know that I didn't see it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was oh probably a couple of years later, and I caught it on TV somewhere and watched it. And I I do like it. It's a good movie. I like Bill Murray, and right. the the casting choices were good. Uh, it's it's good comedy. Yeah. Um, it's like he said, it's classic Bill Murray. Uh, his his sense of humor is uh, a lot of people don't like it, but I think he's great. He plays well, a great jerk. I, but yeah. it's it's a quick movie too. Is, I felt yeah. like it was a fast watch, like yeah. very fast paced. Yeah. Very little drag in it. Mm-hmm. Lots of subplots going on, mm-hmm. you know. So two or three different storylines going on. Yeah, this was my first time watching it. Oh wow! So I, you know, I think I've heard about it, but it was one of those where, oh yeah, another Charles Dickens movie. So yeah. I, I don't think I ever really gave it a chance, even. Yeah. So I'm it's glad you've been done to it, death. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of which, do you guys have a favorite iteration of a Christmas Carol other than this movie? I mean, I think I have to go the. The OG Disney one, the cartoon with the giant that, that opens the top of the roof. That's not the OG one either. No, I'm talking about just like the like the original. Isn't that the original Disney version? Well, I just I like know. I remember I watching that a lot when yeah. I was a kid. Right? Do you remember who was in it? Or was it animated? It was animated. Well, it was I've like Mickey. And there's actually been a, quite a few animated. Yeah. Like there's that's, like over a hundred iterations. Yeah. Of this. There's a ton. It's yeah. Insane. That's. I mean, that's just the, the first one that comes to mind. Like right. I, I remember Mine's watching the, it. Mine's uh, the 1951. Uh, black and white with Alistair Sim is really Scrooge. That is my favorite one. I've always liked it. Watched it every yeah. year when I was a kid. Nice. Okay. It's my I'm, favorite. I'm gonna say, uh, just as a different alternative, I I like Spirited, which came out. I know it's a musical, but Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I have never watched that. Or yeah. I think it came out a few years ago. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it came out like I just yeah, saw last it on year or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was I pretty fun. Watched it. It's a I've it's a musical, it. but it's it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> yeah, I haven't so, watched it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the movie before we get into spoilers. It has a runtime of a hundred minutes. Released November twenty third, nineteen eighty eight. It had a budget of thirty two million and grossed a hundred point three million dollars. And box offices for that month was number one, Child's Play. Mm. Two was Scrooged. Three, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yes. Oh, of course. Four, The Accrued. chose that movie. No yeah. Mingburn. No Mingburn. <laughs> uh, five, They Live. And 14 was Die Hard. They, they Live. live. Uh. <laughs> 
God. I am here. Roddy Roddy Piper, to baby. Ass and chew bubblegum. Bubble yeah. And I am so all out of bubblegum. It's gum. such a terribly great movie. <laughs> that is one of the most realistic fight scenes <laughs> ever. Ever filmed. Ever. <laughs> Loved that movie. Oh, my God. It's it so, good. so good. It is so good. Hey, you look normal, but you, you're ugly. <laughs> Give me some of those glasses. Definitely for another time. Oh, yeah. So, a uh, couple things. Uh, filming began December 1987. And with Christmas approaching, Richard Donner asked if the production could have Christmas Day off. But Paramount Pictures executives refused, insisting that filming should continue on Christmas Day. So, Donner actually, at the end of the day on December 24th, fired everyone on the staff <laughs> yeah richard donner and then two days later december 23rd rehired everybody that was working uh just to have a, a break for christmas that is brilliant that's, it was big, that's big what, energy right i really there. yeah i love richard donner it's super cool what about a talk about a just a force awesome richard guy. donner richard yeah. donner for sure <laughs> So, this was actually Bill Murray's first starring role since Ghostbusters in 1984. He had been living in Paris and seriously considered giving up acting altogether. And I think he was only in one or two movies in between Ghostbusters and this movie, one of them being uh, Little Shop of Horrors. So, And that one, he wasn't credited. He just came no. on the set. And I think a lot of movies that he's been in, that has been the case. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just kind of has shown up, and they're like, you want to act in it? You know? <laughs> sure. You want to roll? I know that uh, Lost in Translation with Scarlett Johansson, they had hired him uh, to be the main role, yeah. and they didn't even know if he was going to show up. Wow. They got to... to uh, <laughs> it's, it's Japan. They got... And they had everything set up, and they just waited to see if he was going to show up. And and he showed up, and he was there for a few weeks and shot the entire movie and left. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I I think he just, I think he made his money, and he's like, yeah, Eh, I'm going to do what I want now. That's right. Yeah. So Bill Murray and director Richard Donner reportedly did not enjoy working together, creating a lot of tension on set. When asked by film critic Robert Ebert if he had any disagreements with Donner, Bill Murray replied, only a few things. Every single minute of the day, that could have been a really, really great movie. The script was so good. There was maybe one take in the final cut of the movie that is mine. And they made it so fast, and it was doing a movie live. He kept telling me to do things louder, louder, louder. I think he was deaf. And on the other side, Richard Donner discussed Murray's perchment for improvisation and described the experience of directing Murray as... It's like standing on 42nd Street and Broadway. The lights are out, and you're the traffic cop. I can see that. Not too many. Sounds like Donner's a big baby. Yeah, (laughs) but I could see Bill Murray being a nightmare to work with. Oh, he's got a reputation. (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) I mean, I think that outside of filmmaking, he's probably fun to hang out with. Yeah. But I think you get him in a professional setting, and it's it's, it's probably not chaos. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Richard Donner does not have a bad reputation for being no, hard to no, work with. No, yeah. no. So uh, didn't. Right. Another thing didn't. too is all of Bill Murray's acting brothers, John Murray, Joel Murray, Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray, mm-hmm. all appeared in this movie. I think that is a a writer for Bill Murray that his brother has to be in the movie. Really, if he's in it. That's awesome. <laughs> I can see that. Because every time I see him, I see Brian Doyle Yeah. Yep. Uh, as far as like alternate casting, um, one one of the only ones I could find was Sam Kinison was originally slated to play the part of the Ghost of Christmas Past. Part eventually went to Buster David Point Johnson Oscar. due to his friendship with Bill Murray. So. Mm-hmm. Niagara Falls. Niagara Frankie, Falls. Frankie Angel. <laughs> Would you time. recommend people oh. watch this movie? Before we get into spoilers? Yes. Yeah. Sure. sure. I mean, if you like comedy, you like Bill Murray, it's... Yeah. And offbeat Christmas movies. Yeah. 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 With somewhat of a good message. I mean, <laughs> you know... Uh, I, I mean... It's, you know, it's people can change. That, that's it. People can yeah. change. Yeah. They usually don't. Sure. I recommend it for sure. Yeah. I think I would recommend it too. It's it's kind of a fun take on a Christmas carol. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. With that being said, let's get into some spoilers. That should be enough time. Let's get into some trivia. All right. Yeah. (laughs) What movie on 
IBC stars Lee Majors, the six million dollar man. When the reindeer did something. The night the reindeer died. There it is. That's I correct. actually took a screenshot of that poster because really? I wanted to use it for the podcast. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> when, we, uh, <laughs> when we put it up. That'd be cool. Who gets fired at the beginning of the movie? Well, Elliot. Elliot Loudermilk. Bobcat. Bobcat. What year does the ghost of Christmas past take Frank? 1955? Nine. Five? Six? Five? Five. Five. 1955. You guys are on a roll tonight. On the Adams Family... What musical instrument does Lurch play? Harpis, harpsichord. Harpsichord. I was going to go with the other one, but they, they did it twice. And I was like, and I was kind of wondering the entire time, oh, what is the trivia for that? Hmm. So the Gilligan's Island, what's the name of the boat? But they answer yeah. it at the end of the movie. Yeah, the SS like, Minnow. So, the SS Minnow. SS Minnow. What's Calvin's first words? And God bless us, everyone. That's correct. And our bonus question. What is Frank's full name? Oh, my gosh. So it's seen twice. Delano. It's it's Frank Cross, but it's Frank. I don't don't know his middle name. Any guesses? No. No guess. Francis Xavier Cross. Ah. It's seen on his crematorium coffin as well as being said aloud by Elliot. Towards the end of the movie. Here I have a trivia question for you. Okay. How many fingers does Santa Claus have in the picture that Grace's kid drew? Because I thought this was going to be a trivia question. Really? He rips it up and he's like, "How many fingers does he have?" And he says I it. Think it was. And he crumples it up and throws it away. <laughs> I think it was twelve. It was eleven. Eleven. 11. Dang it. Wow. Why does Santa have eleven fingers? I don't know. It's art. <laughs> Maybe the reindeer thought it was a carrot. Right. Okay. All right. Let's get into the long form discussion led by David. All Take right. Away, David. So Scrooge opens up like uh, any other classic Christmas movie. Yeah. Got an overseeing of the North Pole going into some weird North Pole shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the elves are making, but there's some characters in there. Um, and then uh, they look out the window and all of a sudden missiles start falling on the North Pole. <laughs> And you are you automatically know that this is not not normal. Not your standard. Mrs. Christmas. Claus gets all the elves to a, a room and gives them all machine guns, <laughs> AK forty sevens, and all of a sudden the wall explodes and there's Lee Majors shows up to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize you're watching an advertisement and the movie's called The Night the Reindeer Died. Yep. Six and million then, dollar man. Yep. <laughs> and then it goes into more. The, like the, yeah. the, after that, it's Father Loves Beaver, which is hilarious. Uh, these are all programs Whoa. on IBC that the producers are pitching to Frank Cross. Yeah. Uh, who's sitting in the dark, which I love. Yeah. yeah. He's sitting like in his desk in mm. the back unimpressed. in the dark. Yeah. Unimpressed. Completely, Completely unimpressed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, show me the promo. So they they show the uh, the Scrooge. Yeah. You know, the classic. Classic. classic Christmas Carol, you know, he hates it. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I want to show you what I came up with. And this is all IBC, which, you know, as a kid, this confused me a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it's, what's he say? Acid rain, drug use, highway killers, you know? <laughs> right? And his reasoning is he wants to scare people to watch the show. Right, right. They can't you miss have to it. be so terrified to miss this. To miss the show. <laughs> you, you, but as a kid, be on the outside. I kept thinking... Well, if he wants that type of movie to come out, why are they still making the movie downstairs, you know? Right. Or the live production. So as a kid, I did not understand that not at all. all. <laughs> as an adult, I kind of get what he's going at, but right. uh, it's it's pretty ridiculous. So Elliot speaks up. Elliot mm-hmm. Loudermilk, that's played by Bobcat. Yeah. He says, ah, he thinks the promo is just a little too much. <laughs> Frank says that, uh, you know, he'll try to change it and... Mm-hmm. Uh, see what he can do. But then he asks the secretary, Grace Cooley, played by uh, Alfred Woodard, uh, who Elliot is. Yeah. This is someone sitting in his right. his main office with Who's him. That guy? Who is that guy? Huh? Yeah. He says, yeah. call security, have Fire. him escorted out. She argues that it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and? Yeah. This is when he asks about the picture on the wall. He yeah. says, why Why is that Santa Claus have 11 fingers? And she says, it's art. And he says, it's crap. Get rid of it. And he (laughs) crumples it up. Makes me sad to look at it. So Elliot, you see him on the curb, fired, and he's already starting to talk to himself. Mm. What I liked before that, though, is Frank actually has a 
telescope in his office. Well, no, that's, he this watches. is the scene. Yeah, it says he's on the curb. Um, he's talking to himself. Frank's in his office going over his Christmas present list with Grace. But the entire time he's looking through the telescope right. at Elliot. So as he's going through his Christmas list, anyone who should be getting a good gift yeah. is getting towels. Yep. <laughs> and everyone who's powerful and right. can help him move further in his career getting is getting that four-headed VCR. That's right. <clears throat> Very important. Very important. And not, 1988. Just, not just the... Hey, uh, 1988, that was a three or $400 purchase. If not more. Oh. If not more. I mean, that's a top-of-the-line... Yeah. Four-headed so 88. They that's... get to his brother, and he says... Bath towels as he's drinking, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're company, yeah, they're company towels. towels. Yeah, they're not even. So right, yeah, yeah. They say IBC on them. Right, <laughs> that's what I wanted. Right, sweet. So uh, it goes back down to Elliot, and he gets escorted off the property. And Frank says, four minutes and thirty seconds. New record. New record. <laughs> Had him off the property since he told Grace. <laughs> So Frank's boss Preston shows up. Preston must be the big dog in the house. Gregory um, Peck. Yeah, Gregory Peck. No, it's Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum uh, says that uh, he has a new study that animals are starting to watch TV. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that he should start gearing the programming towards animals, animals. because those could be the future viewers right. in twenty Constant years. Constant viewers, man. Right now we have Animal Planet. Right. So um, he goes off, and you know you see Frank kind of roll his eyes, and uh, Frank's walking towards the elevator, and that's the first time he meets Bryce Cummings, who's John Glover. He calls him Frankie or something like that, and he kind of hey. fixes his suit, and you can see Frank is like, "Who the hell is this right. guy?" Yeah, guy's coming. For, he already knows this guy's coming for me. Right. right. So uh, he goes down. I think he goes to like his private office, and that's where James. We meet his brother James, mm-hmm. and he wants him to come to family Christmas. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't have, uh, I don't have time for this." I do like in in the the workout room, the office. Yeah, it has the cross definition. Mm-hmm. And it says a thing you nail people to. <laughs> and it says it up top and on the bottom. Oh, God. <laughs> love it. I love little details like that. Right. For sure. So James wants Frank to come spend it with his family. And Frank doesn't like that. They head out and Frank steals a cab from an old lady. Right. Uh, he flips her off too. <laughs> he's in the, in the cab flipping her off. The cab takes him to uh, to where he's being announced the humani- humanitarian of the <laughs> year. I love it. Uh it's ridiculous. Frank says uh, he hurts by giving so much. Yeah, That's his speech. Give yeah. so much, it hurts. it hurts. So, again, it cuts to Elliot. This time he's talking to himself, and he's starting to drink. Uh, but as he goes to take a drink, Frank's in a cab and mm-hmm. splashes him. And the paper bag <laughs> gives out, and the, <laughs> the, the liquor falls to the ground. Um, and Frank gets out of the cab a few blocks down, leaves his humanitarian award in the cab. Yep, yeah, like it's yeah. nothing. <laughs> We're good. So um, it, then it cuts to um, Grace. Yeah. And she's come, She's getting off the subway, and she's talking to her, her kid. Son. Yeah. yeah. We don't know his name yet, but he. No. Uh, we find out that he hasn't talked, and she's taking him to all these doctors, and they're mm-hmm. all saying he'll talk when he wants to. Yeah. So she's like, I'm spending all this money, you know, for them all to say the same thing. So really, we're just getting all these little subplots, right? Yeah. So right. we have Elliot. Elliot slowly losing his mind we're kind of figuring out what's going on with the secretary who mm-hmm. seems like the only nice person in the office besides yeah. who was elliot you right. know yeah um so mm-hmm. frank's back in his office he obviously lives there or something well yeah. he's dedicated right executive. he's de- very you don't dedicated. get to the top of your field by going home early that's early. right that's right so he uh, need to recognize that and I, <coughs> I need you to help me oh if succeed. i can't stay late you can't either. Mm. You got to get past those newspapers, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Frank's making a cocktail in his office, and he hears a knock on the door. And he goes and checks, and he's like, no one's out there. And he's like, that's mm-hmm. weird. He locks his office door, but all of a sudden, start, something starts breaking it down. Yeah. And you see, like, fists fist <laughs> showing up in the door, and it just explodes. Boom. And when the dust settles, it's the corpse of his old boss, uh, Lee Hayward, played by John Forth- Forthsy. Forsyth. 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 So it's such a weird last name. It is. Um, I remember as a kid that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I think he was one of the scariest. When the, when the golf ball fell out of his head. Oh, but his eyes, rat. he doesn't have eyes. They're all yeah. dried up. And Lou Hayward is his name. Mm-hmm. He goes to make himself a drink and Frank is freaking out. Shoots um, him. Yeah, he gets a gun out. <laughs> this, I love this. When he shoots him, he's going, ah, yeah, 
<laughs> Every shot, he's like screaming. Um, and Lou takes a drink, and of course, the drink starts squirting out squirting of all the holes. holes. He takes right. one sip, and it comes pouring out <laughs> like it, you just drink a gallon of whatever. Right, right. I'm like okay, and that's when also you notice the hole in the back of his head, yes. and it kind of has a little flap. Right, and all of a sudden, a golf ball falls out of it, yes. and then the mouse comes out of it, and you see Frank. You see Frank. And and Lou tells him he's like you need to stop wasting your life. Yeah, you need to be a kind person and nice, uh, and you can be saved. He tells him that he will be visited by three ghosts. The first one being tomorrow by noon. Ooh, he's like, I can't do that. I got. Yeah, he's like, I got things to do. Yeah. And Lou yells at him again. And he finally picks him up. Yeah. And he one hands him and he takes him to the glass and sticks him through the glass, glass. like magically melting yeah, through yeah. it. That was awesome. And Frank's cool. screaming. Uh, and then slowly Lou's arm starts breaking and falling right. apart. Just drops him. <clears throat> yep. yep. And he drops him. And when he lands, <laughs> he lands on his couch in his office. And, and then that he... was a cool shot because it's like he's falling and then the camera kind of angles down and then you just like the it, side of his face. Yeah, yeah. And then smooth transition to him just landing down. on the couch. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. It was a good shot, especially for 88. For sure. Yeah. But when he's he wakes up, he, he opens his eyes and he looks over and his phone falls off the handle mm-hmm. and it starts dialing. Yeah. Um, and it dials. Hit, we're assuming someone important to him, ex-girlfriend. We yeah. don't really know yet. Um, but he leaves a message and he's like, you got to call me. You got to call me right now. <laughs> Something important's really happening. I'm really scared. You got to call me, you know. The next day, uh, his board members are in or his, mm-hmm. his producers are in. And uh, they bring in a newspaper, and it shows that the ad that he had ran, the acid rain ad, had killed a woman by scaring her to death. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> and he's, he's elated. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah, he said, this Amazing. is perfect. You can't buy advertising no. like this. <laughs> uh, Grace comes in and tells him that he's needed on set, and so he kind of rolls his eyes. So he's down there, and I love I love this scene. Yeah. This, the set sensor is there, and... She was like, I can't let you have these dancers have these costumes. And she's like, why? And he's like, her nipples are showing. Right. She I said, you can, you can hardly see. The one guy says, you, you can hardly see them nipples. It's how he says it. <laughs> see? See? Right. So he eventually is like, well, we'll figure it out. And Goddamn solid gold dancers. The, I know, the solid gold dancers. This the Way two, before your time. The oh, two no, stagehands walk off and he swings a light pole and hits the sensor and knocks her out. <laughs> um, Claire shows up. Uh, oh, they're drag. I love that they yeah. drag her drag away. Her <laughs> yeah, and with all the commotion, he kind of looks behind people, and Claire mm-hmm. is standing there. So this is our first first meeting of Karen Allen. Yeah, Karen Allen is like, Indeed. yeah, Indiana Jones. Like she was just such a big part Karen. of my childhood. It's sure. crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and love you Karen can Allen. see his his demeanor just completely change he mm-hmm. like melts like a puppy around her yeah um he's nice to her he doesn't have that armor up mm-hmm. and she she's yelling for him lumpy. lumpy lumpy yeah calls him lumpy she said i got your message and she showed up to talk uh and you can tell that you know he's happy and mm-hmm. sound like he had seen a ghost from yeah, his message maybe I right Whoa. maybe i had uh, the, I love that the stagehand walks up and it's the guy with the mouse with and the he, mouse. he calls him Lumpy. He says, hey, Lumpy. <laughs> he says, people around here call me Mr. Mr. Cross. It's yeah. how he says that. I don't know why. It cracks me up. But he's like, I have these little mouse and I, I've tried gluing the reindeer um, antlers on them and I can't get them to go. And he's like, have you tried staples? Have you tried staples? Have you tried staples? staples? Yeah. So, um, and that's where Claire loses loses her mind. Oddly enough, oddly enough, most of Bill Murray's lines are just completely improvised. What? I know. I don't crazy. believe it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, so. no kidding. It all sounds. Everything he does sounds, sounds like, like something Bill Murray would do for right? sure. So she's freaking out, and he's the you know the stagehand's like, I would never mm-hmm. do that. And she was like, I'll call blah blah blah. And Frank is looking at her, and he's loving how upset. She's getting about this. Dude. Yeah, he says you're always you're still trying to save the world, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You know. Then Frank, out of nowhere, just starts yelling, "Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here!" And it confuses Claire. Frank pushes Claire and finds uh, Grace's son, who we had seen getting off the subway earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and he's standing behind like a pillar. And he grabs him, snatches him up, and slams him against the wall. What are you doing in here? Yeah, what are you doing in here? Have and you he's, arrested? Yeah, he's gonna have him arrested. But luckily, Grace comes Nine-year-old. and rescues him. She just says, I thought it would be fun for him to see the set. And he's like, you see anyone else having fun in here? No one else Ain't is having, fun, having here. fun in here. 
Claire runs over and asks Frank why he's so angry, and he once again disarms and starts asking her questions, probing her about her personal life, finding out that she's never been married and that she's single, and that's when the hammering starts. Yeah. You can tell he's trying to, like, move in on her, and you hear that boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And he says, could you please stop the goddamn hammering? (laughs) And it stops for a second, then it starts back up. Could you please stop the goddamn hammering? For the love of God. And, and then, sake yeah, of your own soul. the third time, that's what he's like, the, the God, God damn hammering. And so he, uh, how many times Jay has said that to me? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so after he's done yelling at the stagehands, uh, Claire has disappeared. Like mm-hmm. she's done talking, Dog. gone, Poof. Done. and then freaking the hammering starts again. And he turns around and says it again. And as soon as they stop hammering, the set just starts falling apart. Of course. <laughs> Cuts to the sensor again. There she is sitting in a chair all bandaged up and yep. a whole set falls on oh, top boom. of her. Right on top of her. That's what you get. Was there a, wasn't there a scene where she's like laying down and she'd just been injured? It looked like she had a concussion. And there She got hit again. She got is it later on? No, I think it's she gets she hit got, three times. She gets hit. Like uh, initially with the pole, yeah. and, and then when she's down, she gets hit again, yeah. Yeah. and then the set falls on falls her. on top. So yeah. okay. she had a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next scene: Frank meeting Preston for lunch, mm-hmm. and this is when he really meets Bryce Cummings, who yeah. is again John. I'm John just Glover. here to help. Preston lets Frank know he thinks he's spreading himself too thin. He just wants to take some of the burden off his shoulders because it's the uh, all of a sudden it's noon. Mm-hmm. And Frank thinks that Bryce is the first visit, but is wrong. Yeah. Uh, he thinks. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> he starts starts yelling at him. Then the server puts the drink down and it has the eyeball, the in, eyeball it. in it. And I remember that freaking me out when I was a kid, too. <laughs> and he's like talking to himself and losing his mind and just nailing it in that Bryce and Preston are right about him losing his mind and that right. he <laughs> spread himself too thin. He then looks over. He gets up to leave and looks over and sees the uh, the server catch himself on fire. Yeah. He walks over, grabs a bucket of ice, and dumps it on him. And I, he immediately <laughs> goes, "I'm sorry. Thought you were someone else. I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else." Yeah. So funny enough, during this, um, as he's wake, making his way out of the restaurant, he like falls over mm-hmm. completely by accident. Oh, just, it totally. Just, I wondered that because it looks really real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when he falls down. I guess uh, it was due to the stairs being wet because of him throwing the water, like so much water. <laughs> it's own damn fault. Yeah, and so. I, I guarantee he loved it because oh, that's for perfect. Sure. Yeah, because so. he got it up so fast. Yeah, you know, it's not like he <laughs> laid there for a little bit. No. So uh, he's in a hurry to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So he gets a cab, gets in the cab, and the driver is David Johansson. Is Johansson? Is that Johansson. you say Johansson? Yeah. And uh, he ends up being the ghost of Christmas past, and he's he's my favorite ghost. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. His teeth. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I just I could not stop looking. I'm like, oh, god. oh, he is so gross. <laughs> <For> yeah, <sure. laughs> but I love his voice. I love everything. Frankie, baby. hey, Frankie, Frankie Angel. <laughs> Frankie Angel. He uh, the first stop is in his time traveling taxi cab. Yeah, um, he takes him back to his childhood, in mm-hmm. 1955. You see. Enchantment under the sea dance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> quick fact: that is also the year of the movie Clark watches in his attic in Christmas Vacation. Really, fifty-five. Oh, nice. It's a okay. key year, apparently. It must. Yeah. That's Richard Donner too, and it's no, that's it's not. Who, no. That's who, John Hughes, I think. Christmas Vacation is John, John Hughes? Hughes. I don't know. That's for another time. That is for yeah, another. I don't know. I don't know. There we go. Getting <laughs> distracted. <laughs> right. So he realizes he's at his childhood home. The ghost of Christmas past walks through the front door magically. Yeah. And Frank walks up to it. <laughs> and just runs right, runs right into it. And he sticks his head through and he's joke like, oh, never gets, my, joke never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> and inside, uh, we see little Frank watching TV mm-hmm. with his mom sitting in the chair behind him. And, yeah. you know, he's living in this fantasy world of television and his dad shows up played by his brother Mm -hmm. he's a butcher he's a butcher and he gives him five five pounds of veal 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 (laughs) christmas yeah thanks dad he said i really wanted a choo-choo train yeah 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 Yeah, you got veal does the ghost of christmas past doesn't he say something along the lines of uh every time they always something about like 
they they always cry when they see the mother. Yeah, Every they always day. cry. Every yeah, day. and he's like, "Not me, not me." Uh, <laughs> yeah. So his dad tells him to get a job. Yeah, uh, but he's only four. He's four. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Frank's mom says that she's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's when he gets he right in his face and he says, Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. <laughs> Frank says he's crying because of the value of the meat his dad gave him. That right. was his reason. <laughs> you know how much five pounds of veal costs? And he starts uh, talking about uh, all of his memories from his childhood. Yeah. And every single memory was a scene from a TV show. <laughs> and the, and the, the, the ghost is like, no, 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 no. That's this. That's no, no, no. This is this. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So he doesn't have any memories from when he's a kid except mm-hmm. for TV. Right. That's probably why he grew up to be a good TV executive. No kidding. So dedicated. So they get back yeah. in the cab. The next stop is his office in the 70s where he is just a peon. Mailman. And he's working hard during the Christmas party. What was his old boss's name? John Forsyth. No, yeah. but what was his name? Lee. Lou. Lou. There we go. Yeah. So uh, we see Lou. Yeah, we see Lou. Hey, you know it's a party, right? Being a stud, yeah. Quit working at the party. He's got like two women on his either side, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he goes and gets on the elevator, and that's when he's walking down the street, mm-hmm. and the door slams into his oh. head, knocks him down. And this is again where he meets Claire, yeah, and uh, why she calls him lumpy, lumpy because he has a lump on his head. Mm-hmm. And that was a kind of a cute little exchange between the two of them too. I. Yeah, because it's before he turned into a turd, and yeah. you know he's just a normal guy, mm-hmm. just trying to make his way through. <clears throat> so we fast forward uh, once again, and this again shows how much Frank and Claire uh, really get along, and they're opening presents, and give he gives her the knives, the Ginsu yeah. knives. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, they'll cut through cans, cut through anything. Man. Yeah, and she gives him the book of Kama Sutra. Yeah, and they just seem like they're happy. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing wrong. Sweet, right? And we fast forward one more time into the set of Frisbee. Yeah. And Bill Murray is playing the dog in the costume Frisbee. They take a quick break and he takes his mask off and Lou invites Frank and Claire to dinner on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. But Claire reminds Frank that they have plans with friends. Yeah. So Frank's real- pissed because this is like, you know, the president of the network. Right. It's a big deal. Yeah. So cute little Easter egg set of the show. They have that tree in the background. Yeah. And it says engraved Dick Loves Lauren. And it's referring to Richard Donner and his wife, and the producer of the movie, Lauren Donner. So, oh, nice! So, yeah, little little, little hidden messages. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so he, yeah. yeah, he very much blows it off like it's not a big deal, and no. she's like, "I don't think that this is working." No. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, she, I got I got things to do." You he's know, just putting his work before yep. his. Yeah. He puts his mask back on. He says, "I'll try to stop by later if I have time." Mm-hmm. And uh, you see current frank up in the stands watching this yeah and you can tell he's like you dumbass mm-hmm. like what are you doing why would you let her go right. you know and he kind of frisbee the dog kind of turns around <laughs> and waves at claire um and then all of a sudden the the ghost is gone yeah and he's up on the monitors that the, the audience can look at and he's mm-hmm. like see you later frankie angel <laughs> yeah and uh this is when he comes back to reality and he's yelling at everybody on the set of the actual Christmas Carol that they're filming at IBC. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when we get Bryce being like, who, who is this? You know? The hell? Yeah. yeah. He did such a good job too, as of being that like total suck Slime up. Ball. Hey, what can I help you with? Yeah. Yeah. And just working his way. He's in the perfect. He does such a good amazing. job at it. The Bryce yeah, character does. Yeah. Sure. So we get another glimpse of Elliot and he's coming out of the blood bank mm-hmm. and he ends up <laughs> passing out because <laughs> he gave too much blood. <laughs> And because Frank had lost his mind, she had given him a card of where yeah. she's working now, and it's like a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And he finds that in his pocket, so he leaves the set. And he's walking down the street, and every time we see Elliot, Frank walks by. Yeah. So their paths just keep crossing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank is talking to himself, and he's like, I don't understand. I don't know why I can't find this place. <laughs> and, you know, he's losing his mind, and he turns yeah. around, and he's like, oh, there, there it is. <laughs> it's right there. And he goes in, and he's still talking to himself, and... I think the workers think that he's a crazy person and they wrap yeah. him in a blanket. Yeah. And I love, this is when he meets uh, Herman, Billy, and Eva. Yeah. Yeah. And Eva's <laughs> Mama Fertelli. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Eva's Mama Fertelli. I love it. And they're like, quote Hamlet for us. <laughs> quote Hamlet for us. And he starts, I don't even know how to do it. No, he starts no. like, la, 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 you know. And they're all like, oh, whoa. Oh. And uh, Herman is the one trying to get him 
I don't know who plays Herman. I can't remember his name as an actor. Do you know? I don't, but I can. Mm-hmm. I see his face. You know him. He has that like very distinctive voice. Yeah. yeah. So that's when Claire hears him, him talking, talking and quoting Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she walks over and grabs him, and he starts telling her how much he regrets everything. Mm-hmm. And I think the most unrealistic part of this whole thing is that Karen Allen is still single. I agree. So, never married. Yep. What a waste. What a, what waste. a bunch of crap. She was waiting for Frank. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that staff, the staff comes up to her and is like, hey, we have a situation. Right. And he was like, they can handle it. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, I'm like, I have to handle this. And he was like, no, they can handle it. <laughs> and once again, he gets mad and runs away from her. And she's like, I just need a minute. Uh, you don't have to leave. You know, he runs out the door. And this is when he runs into Herman again. And Herman asking for $2. Michael J. Pollard. Yeah, Michael J. Pollard. He asking for money for something, and I could not figure out what it was. I rewound it several times, and I couldn't I I don't know if the audio was was off or what. No. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So he doesn't give him $2. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frank goes back to the set to see Bryce running the show. Frank's not happy, and you can tell that Bryce is working hard to maybe take Frank's job. Work his way in. Yep. Lights go off the set um, because Bryce says it's lunchtime. Yeah. And he's like, that's my job to call lunchtime. Right. He's like, yeah. Oh, my that's God. David Joyce. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. He's beautiful. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> it's been rough. It has been rough. Gee, oh many Christmas. He should star in The Wrestler 2. He's only yeah. two years older than my mother. Oh, my goodness. Or one year older. Good <clears throat> Props to the makeup department, then, for sure. Well, I mean, that's been 35 years ago. So. Right. Yeah, but... Um, so I love that he says, oh, do you want me to call them all back? And so, <laughs> yeah. and he, so he gets he on says, the bullhorn. Frank, Frank, Frank has something to tell you guys. Yeah. yeah. So uh, all the lights go off. Everyone disappears. And this is when we meet the ghost, ghost of, of Christmas, Christmas present. present. Yeah. Uh, Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Oh, my God. She's she was the, my favorite. She, was she? Oh, she's oh, the yeah. perfect. She's per- oh, my God. <laughs> I love that she just beats the shit out of him. Oh, constantly. So, constantly. She was actually really upset that she had to beat him up. Like, she felt really bad afterward. And then I guess there's that scene where they're going into that house. Sorry. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll no, yeah, that. yeah. So they're going into a house, and she's just, like, beating. Like, she's just, like. Poking at him and pulling on him and stuff like that. Pulling on his ear. And his ear. And apparently she grabbed his lip and tore it so badly that they had to halt filming for several days because his lip was torn up so badly. Love it. How um, did he feel about this? That's the question. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. He's a, he's a, a very physical actor, so... Yeah. He probably wasn't too mad about it. He no. probably was like, hit me. Like, For make sure. it look real. Let, you let's know? get it done. You never know with him, though. <laughs> For sure. Who knows what's going to set him off. Mm-hmm. But she starts <laughs> punching him and kicking him, and she yeah. finally she kicks him in the balls, and yeah. <laughs> she tells him to close his eyes, yeah. and then she punches him, and he <laughs> falls off his feet, and he lands outside a window. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, assistant's a window, Grace. Mm-hmm. He sees how happy his assistant is mm-hmm. with her family, he watches her son solve a puzzle when no one else could do it right the ghost he says he hasn't spoken since he saw his father murdered mm. frank of course has no memory of this happening no and she says she wore, she wore black, black for like six, six months. months yeah <laughs> <laughs> she says they're so happy but so poor so and so poor. she says and she like is twisting him and yeah yeah the family's like having a tickle fight and mm-hmm. like wrestling with each other. And I love that she starts blowing on. It's a Zuber. What's that called when you blow on someone's belly? Oh, raspberries. Oh, right. Yeah. She yeah. starts giving him raspberries. <laughs> you know, he's laughing and trying to push her off. She punches him <laughs> and he lands uh, down the falling down the stairs at his right. brother's apartment. Right. Yep. He is at his family party that he denied to go to. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're under construction or something. I don't know what's going on with that house, but right. it looks like. There's, it's a construction zone. But his, his wife, uh, his brother's wife is there and just friends and they're all laughing, playing Trivial Pursuit. Right. right. Yeah. And so he's trying to answer questions for him. And the brother goes into the story of what present he made him, made it with his own little two hands. And, mm-hmm. and then they were like, well, what'd Frank get you, you know, this year or last year? And it was it. Uh, no, no, it was, it was the shower year. curtain. The shower curtain. Yeah. IBC, IBC sho- yeah. shower curtain. Why would you even make an IBC shower curtain? Why would that even exist? So, right. They're all laughing and uh, her, she's like, well, here's your present this year. And so they're opens just, it. He's just slowly he getting people 
IBC shower decor. Right? It's awesome. So, yeah. So he got IBC the uh, he got the VCR and he shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. He was like, was I didn't do that. Grace did, did that. that. It's supposed to be towel. <laughs> it's supposed yeah. to be a towel. And he says he's gonna fire. <laughs> but his, you know, the wife is like, I don't understand why you always invite him. And he says, It's my brother. I love him. Yeah. You know. Frank and the ghost start fighting again. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, a toaster. <laughs> and she knocks the crap <laughs> out of him. Hit me with the toaster. And he lands, um, this time, is under the street, On but the that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, You're yeah. kind of like in a... In the sewer. And he's trying to get out, and he's yelling, and that's when he looks over, and he sees Herman, who is comically frozen. Frozen yeah. solid. So I mean... Frozen solid. <laughs> Real yeah. Walt Disney right. here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and he's holding his watch, and... He starts yelling at the corpse, you know, why didn't you stay with Claire? She would have taken care of you. Mm-hmm. And he's feeling guilty because he didn't give him $2. Right. And Frank tries to escape and sees a door, breaks down the door. And there he's on the set of Christmas Carol again. Yeah. Knocking down a barrel, which rolls down and hits the sensor <laughs> lady again. <laughs> Bryce sees Frank and he tries to help him. Frank's slowly losing it. Grace takes Frank upstairs, but runs into the monster in the elevator. Mm-hmm. But he ends up being an actor. Him on his back screaming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think that the all the assaults on the censor lady is a commentary on censorship? Oh my! It, it <laughs> could, yeah, it could be. Yeah. I think I'm reading a little too much. I into think it, that but, you are reading a little too funny. much into it. It is funny though, sure. but I, I don't know. There's no other reason why this lady's just getting the crap beat out of right? it. Yeah, censorship n- is bad. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's just no reason for it. <laughs> so Frank uh, ends up being an actor in mm-hmm. the costume, which he thinks, and we all think, is the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. Right. So Frank's drinking in his office, and big hit with the ladies, aren't you? He opens his present. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big hit with the ladies. <laughs> opens the present from his brother, and it's a handmade picture frame of the two of them. Yeah. So he's sitting That's there sweet. and he's watching, like he's looking at that, but the monitors behind him, and they're doing B-roll. You see, you see the the big monster. Yeah. Ghost of Christmas Future and the big hand behind him. And <laughs> this is when the ghost gets interrupted by Elliot and a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot made his way back up to Frank's office and he starts hunting him like a rabbit. Yes. <laughs> uh, Frank's running I'm for his... I'm hunting Frank. <laughs> I'm hunting Frank, yeah. <laughs> and he tells him to run, gives him a three-second ha- head, head start. Frank uh, is running for his life, hiding behind desks and... Yeah. He's got a lot of shells for that He shotgun. does. Holy crap. Yeah, he goes... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keeps whistling and shooting at him. Frank finally gets the elevator and he's hitting the hitting the button and Elliot shows up and is about to shoot him and the elevator door opens and closes, co- closes comically fast. Yes. <laughs> like no elevator in the history of elevators has closed this right. fast. But when he gets in there, there's the ghost of Christmas future again. It's all dark and gruesome. Yeah, that you think that is the one from the set, but he pulls the he pulls his sheet across. Yeah. He says, May I? He pulls it, and there's all these little, yeah. And to me, I feel like that's where their thirty-three million dollars. Oh yeah, because that was like even it held up, even like it's creepy. Yeah, Yeah. even today, yeah, terrifying. And I can't remember what he says to him, but he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's." uh," He was like, "Does our did our production people do that?" Or yeah, (laughs) the ghost of the future um, takes him to the asylum where Grace's son Calvin Mm. has been put in the white room because she's poor and couldn't afford to get him the help that he needed. Yeah. Yeah, and this is like the elevator ride. So the first one was the taxi cab. Mm-hmm. The second one was her beating the crap out of him. And the third one was him riding the elevator to different floors. Yeah. The next stop is a garden party with Claire, who now hates homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> She's wasted 20 of her li- years of her life helping homeless people. That would never. Right. No. <laughs> but she's like, get him out of here. And she says, thanks a lot, Frank. Frank. Yeah. All, all thanks to my... Buddy Frank, you told me a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And the next stop is the basement, which is where the funeral is. And he thinks it's his brother. Yeah. But he goes up and it's it's him. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Dead. And he's trying to stop. I always thought this part was sad as a kid. Yeah. Him trying to stop the casket from going in the cremation. It's sad. It is sad. And he's like trying to pull on it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, he's in the in coffin. The coffin. Yeah. And his feet are burning. Now that yes. part scared the crap out yes. of me when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. One of my biggest fears is being in a tight enclosure like that like there's a to get off topic no yeah yeah, please do there's that movie buried with ryan reynolds Reynolds, and it's just him in a coffin and nightmares for yeah it was bad years after it was a bad movie yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a lot i mean that's a lot to think about for sure though but so we hear the ding and the elevator door opens again Mm -hmm. and this time he's faced with elliot 
Yeah. And he starts hugging him and loving on him and kissing on him. <laughs> and he like, gives what? him the raspberries and he's so sweaty and gross. Oh my God. I always thought that. Like he's yeah. so gross right. to be doing that too. And he tells him, he was like, Come on, I'm hiring you back. Twice your salary. Yeah. And Elliot's like elated and well, wait, he's well, like, me? But you gotta help me. And Frank finally sees his wrongdoing. So mm. the live showing of Christmas Carol is happening currently. Right. They've been in dress rehearsals, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's actually happening. So he has Elliot go take over the sound booth mm-hmm. and Frank goes on the stay or on the set and yeah. this is when he just starts talking. So fun little Easter egg. I don't have any notes after this, it's all memory because I got yeah. so into it. Richard Donner is actually like one of the workers in the control room. I did know that. I recognized him. So yeah. Oh damned. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Something new every day. Yeah. So, so Elliot ties Bryce up, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ties him up. The the sensors in there mm-hmm. and he has everyone at gunpoint. Yeah. Um, and, and Frank is just, he's just talking and saying, you know, why are we doing this? Why, mm-hmm. why are we, you know, why are we hating on each other? Let's love each other. Let's yeah. do what we can, you know, and you can tell he's changed and mm-hmm. his brother's watching and that's when he's, he answers the trivia question. It's right. the SS Minnow. And they're like, how, you know, <laughs> and he starts talking to Claire about how much he loves her. Yeah. And they're, they're he's it's sweet. Yeah. She's at the, she's at the homeless shelter and they're all like, you need to go, you need to go, go you know, now. and she goes to get a cab and it's the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. She's like, uh, can you get me there in three minutes? And he says, what floor? <laughs> his boss is losing his mind. It cut to his house. Like you're all fired, you know, mm-hmm. and he's on the phone trying to get the booth on the phone and yeah feed right but this is when you can tell that he's he's truly caring yeah and then claire shows up and he grabs her and drags her on and he's like i just love everybody and he just the classic bill murray monologue you know (laughs) and this is when he's like i can't remember what he says but this is when grace's son walks up to him and says and god bless us everybody so this is the first time we hear him talk Mm -hmm. and bill murray like picks him up and hugs him and yeah that's kind of the that's it the end of the movie yeah um it just cuts from there for sure so a super, super, super fast happy ending. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's a blazing fast movie at 100 minutes. I mean... I mean, it really never stops. It, yeah. It, there's no pauses in it. It's just mm-hmm. go, go, go. Yeah. Um, I think that Bill Murray being Bill Murray is what made the movie. Yeah. I think if you put anyone else in this movie, it, it probably wouldn't be as good. No. I, yeah. The It'd delivery of lines, the improvisation i'd love to see the original script and see what it was supposed to say for sure yeah it was a page long i also probably yeah i also liked how like throughout the movie you're kind of teased on oh well i wonder who the ghost is going to be because you're always you know they're always playing on that throughout right. the entire movie right and so i thought that was kind of fun but all right we got anything else i don't think so uh, i just so. forgot how quotable the movie is oh, like, right. there's so many quotes in it <laughs> I remember being little and saying, well, you, you, can barely, you can barely see them nipples. <laughs> I remember saying <laughs> that as a kid. And it's how he says it. It's right. the delivery. Come on, Please stop the goddamn hammer. hammer. <laughs> Every time. Every time. All right. Well, with that being said, let's get into reviews. And David, do you want to explain what our rating system is for our movie? Sure. Um, we start with, uh, it's an S through F. S being like superior, the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Recommend it to everybody. It is a must view. Right. A being, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, has a few flaws, but overall it is pretty damn good. For sure. B being, it's a good movie. Yeah. You know, I'd yeah. recommend it probably. It's good. Yeah. yeah. C being your average, like, mm, some people might like it, some people might not, might not like it, you know. Right. D being, yeah, it's pretty close to garbage. Yeah. Not terrible, terrible, but pretty no. close to it. And F being... Unwatchable. Unwatchable. Come on. Unwatchable. Unredeemable. Unredeemable. So waste of film. Yes. (laughs) And S being we only have ten of them. So far we only have one S tier film. Two? We have two, don't we? We only have one. We only have we had the Exorcist was Exorcist is our first one. Right. We haven't officially Shawshank. Oh well I just assume it's on there. Shawshank is our our shining example. example. Yeah. So it is an S class. It is an S class. We, have we haven't reviewed it. I refuse right. to believe that we don't have to. <laughs> but we only have one reviewed. How's yes, that? we don't one have review. you know a number one episode either. So. That's true. Right. Well, we do. It's it's lost. It's, it's the unaired lost. pilot episode. Yeah, it's the lost episode. We might we might be able to pull. That I wasn't off. part of that one, so I don't really care about it. Right. I have no no emotional attachment to it. You might have. It was you, superior to everything you've done. No, well that's fair <laughs> enough. 
<laughs> I'll just find a new gig. For sure. <laughs> start my own podcast. That'll show up. I don't care. Movies Our- with Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny enough is... Uh, I th- I think our new thing is we're gonna bring up your mom every podcast. Right, I've I, I've mom. gotten so many compliments on your mom being on the podcast, and they're like, "Well, if you ever get tired, you should totally get David's mom on and do a <laughs> movie talks with Deb." And I'm like, "It's like coffee talk." I'm, coffee talk. I'm down. I'm, I'm so down. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Like butter, David. Like oh, I always get the call when she listens to the episode. It's always a couple days after it's released. I love it. She'll call me and be like, I listen to it. <laughs> she always agrees what, with me. Yeah. Yeah, she always she, agrees awesome. with you. Yeah, she your agrees your with review me. is always the Well, just because the we definitive. have the same taste in music yeah. or sure. movies. Gotcha. So right. like the one I just watched the what is it? Leave the world behind. Right. Yeah. She had the same. She was like, I liked it. And she was like, Your dad hated it. You watched every, <laughs> half, half the movie and shut it off. He oh right. my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. Sounds about like Ron. Yeah. yeah. Well, to get back on track, David, since you picked the movie, what is your rating for Scrooged? Um, it's, it's kind of hard. You know, I haven't thought about it. Isn't right. that funny? Right. Um, I don't. I don't think it's an A movie. I think it's like a B plus. Okay. Um, and I think it, that it's it's a good Christmas movie and right. it's fun right. and I recommend it to people. All right. Would you put it? Would you put it on? So Christmas movies aren't notoriously because I mean they are hammering home the Christmas like you know Christmas theme. No. And stuff like so that. I mean it's not. It's just in the Christmas genre, right? right. It's just right. that it's about change it's about um it might not even be a christmas movie i think it's as much a christmas movie as like gremlins is a christmas movie really right because okay. i don't think that i think it's more of a christmas movie than gremlins well, i mean it, again it just takes place during that time but right but it's the it's ghost about, of christmas past yeah present, but it, and future. i don't know i think that it's more just about don't be an asshole yeah, yeah. but it, it is don't be an asshole but so was a christmas carol sure yeah but it's all. It's a Christmas every, movie. I'm not is, saying it's not. Yeah. That's why I picked yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I just. I just. I. Do, I think that there are definitely like Christmas so, movies. I have a question. Yes. If it's a B plus, mm-hmm. what do you? What's wrong with it? That's not an A. Uh. I don't know. I mean, that's where I was torn. It might be an A, A, A minus, B plus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got you. I'm just wondering. Right. I don't care. Kind of curious. Just wondering. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that if it was a little bit long, it did really well with character development, but mm-hmm. yep. it could have done just a little bit better. Yeah. Right. It could have made me care a little right. bit better about Grace we, and her kid. We really And, and Elliot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get where Elliot's at. Like, it mm-hmm. does give you those glimpses mm-hmm. about him and, and Claire. It does a good job at character development. But if you ha- if it was maybe twenty minutes longer and just spend a little more time on those, just little, give you a even little like more two more minutes of just those scenes, you yeah, know? yeah, just a little um, bit more of him and Claire together, happy, yeah, like yeah. who he was before, and mm-hmm. then maybe show a little more because from the beginning of the foundation, you, yeah, because you don't really care about Frank yeah. at the beginning at all, you know? No, you want to hate him. You yeah. want to hate him, yeah. but the glimpses back are just like little snippets. Mm-hmm. Dude, you so, were a nice guy. What happened? And right. it didn't really show that. That's no. the, another thing is like, it didn't really show his transition from this nice guy that that Carol, that not Carol, but Karen, Claire. Claire. You know, they, they got along and they were right. in love and whatnot, but it never really transitioned him from this guy to present day frank mm-hmm. except for the yeah. you know if i make it i make it you know yeah. the party that he blew off and that was kind of it. it they could have could have give us a little more just on that. one more scene and right? i feel like the the christmas future mm-hmm. was boom 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 yes oh, it was yeah. like five minutes long yeah. at yeah. the most yep like it did not give you why he was in the asylum why mm-hmm. claire turned to this yeah. yeah like what did frank do to make claire do that if they would have just spent a little bit more time on right. that um it would be maybe an A plus movie, and I think you're right. I think I'm going to go A minus on it. A minus, yeah, because okay. I love it. I mean, right, I've seen yeah. it a hundred times. Yeah, when you, know? you said B, I was like, but you really like this movie. I know, but I, I've got to start being pickier. I think you know. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm going to go A minus. A minus. A minus. All right. A minus, and highly recommend. Gotcha. I just think everyone should watch it at least right once. Right Rock paper scissors. You got it. I did. Cool. All right. All right. Um, I I like this movie. It's it's a it's a classic. Um. 
Christmas movie. I, I'm not going to say that it's one that I watch every year because yeah. I don't. I generally forget about it most of the time. Sorry that about that the dinosaur outside. Terrifying. That's actually a TIE fighter. So kids. Oh, my God. It sounds like kids. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bill Murray is, is great. I, I, I just I love him in that kind of role. Mm-hmm. His his he plays an asshole really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, yes, he does. Just uh, completely unaware of himself mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. And uh, it's you know, it's your classic. Christmas Carol story with a lot of comedic, you know, elements to it. I love mm-hmm. the the set where everything's going wrong and that sensor's just taking it on the chin. I yeah. love it too. <laughs> I love Bobcat in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's ju- it's good. It's fun. You know, like you said, highly quotable. Yeah. Uh, for me, a little dark. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a little dark. dark. Uh, so as far as Christmas movies go, a mm-hmm. little on the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um. It was fast. I will yes. give him that. It was a breakneck Pace. speed kind of it's movie. It's perfect for like, take out the nipple scene and stuff yeah. like that, but it's perfect for TV. Right. Yeah. It is. Like it, it's it a perfect, like up. you can just right in, right in, right in there. Right. Yeah, hour and a half long. Um, yep. Again, a little dark for me for a Christmas movie. I give it a, a B plus. It's just, it's a kind of take it or leave it kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's just been done a billion times. Sure. But I still like it. Yeah. B plus. Okay. So I don't think we're going to have a Johnny rain cloud on this then. So I'm going to go B for my review. Um, I think you guys were kind of hitting it for me personally, though. I feel like it could have been the same, but if you take away some of the scenes, like, I think initially I was cool with the the Ghost of Christmas present. Like, okay, they're poking each other. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But if you took out some of those scenes and then you give me more on why Calvin just decided to talk. Because you're right. He was in the asylum. And then it's like, but what happened between then and right. now? Right. And same with, same with our main character, Frank. I mean, I, I could understand having like a nightmare or something like that and it scares the bejesus out of you but i don't know if frank's actually changed or if he's just scared because of what right. he just saw so it because it, he's so fast to flip-flop exactly you know like he was upset and he goes and finds claire and one thing set him off so what's going to be the next thing right people don't change that fast we no. all know that but yeah and in yeah. two weeks i think frank's going to be back to probably same old frank right but not At the same Claire, time, not of Claire's in his life to keep him in check, right? But Claire was in his life, and he still ended up the same way he was. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. I'm just being a pe- pessimist, but um, I, mean, I, I think I you're being realistic, honestly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that I just would have liked more scenes where it saw saw him transition. I liked the, you know, the beginning Ghosts of Christmas Past. Right. We get plenty of scenes with that. I could take or leave Ghosts of Christmas Present. I like the scenes that they showed that she showed him. Right. But like you were saying, ghost of Christmas future was just right. And we're done. Yeah. I, so. I agree there. I, I really think they should have shown a more of transition of Frank going from a decent. I wonder why they didn't. There has right. to be a reason. But I think, I don't know if they thought that that one scene was enough. Yeah. And I don't think it was. I don't think it was no. either. I mean, it was a powerful scene. It's of a him powerful being... scene, but that's anyone. Right. right? You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, you gotta you're you're forced to choose between work and home. I mean, yeah. I know I've had to do it a, a dozen. Yeah. times. Maybe if they would have showed him on his deathbed, yeah, and ha- having people visiting and the regrets mm-hmm. and the of, regrets of right? yeah, or him not realizing what regrets he has until the people yeah. visit him mm-hmm. on or on his deathbed and nobody comes to visit. Right. That's right. true. Or well, no one was at his funeral. His funeral. No one. Right. His there. brother was the only one at no the one, funeral. No one. Yeah. Or you even know. even even if, you but just they added, didn't say that, you know. Yeah. Like, Could've if you would have said, "Where is everybody?" or right. "Why is no one here?" Could have showed him at home, right? With nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just alone. Like he's piles of money. Opens up his refrigerator. He's got like a right like, jar of olives. You yeah. Know? <laughs> no pictures on the wall. Nothing. Just yeah. Nothing. Just just me. Yeah. Because the transition TV. was so fast. And I th- again, I think we're looking too far into it because it's sure. just a comedy. Right. Right, but, and they did a great job when they it comes did. to that. It was stuff. a fun, fun yeah. comedy, yeah. but right. overall, I think I'd give it a B. So, but I think that it could have been an A plus movie if they would have just took the time yeah. to develop him just a little bit more. Yep. yep, yep, yep. All right. So, 
with that being said, B, B plus, A minus. So I think we're looking at a B plus. B yeah, plus. I say B plus. Yeah. All right. right okay. On. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Of course. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for all our listeners, and we will see you on the next one. Toodaloo. Later. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. <laughs> hey, and welcome to the postcast. We hope you are all enjoying your holiday season and being safe out there. We'd like to thank our sponsor today, Made for More, the in-home cleaning service your house deserves. To get a quote, call 816-273-6604. Again, that's 816-273-6604. Or visit the website at madeformore.com. Our next two holiday picks we have for you will be following Scrooged. Please check out our Facebook group to keep up to date with everything we have and drop a recommendation for a movie you'd like us to review. Our next episode will be dropping on Christmas Day for you to enjoy during your travels. Please be safe out there and be careful on the roads. We hope you've enjoyed our program and stay tuned for our next episode.